Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And you know, I always, I feel like I have to say, I always have to like pause. I do like, hi, but then I have to look and make sure my recorder is actually recording. I know. So that I'm, <laughs> I, I look at it multiple talking. times during an episode because I have this fear. Remember that one time we talked for like 10 minutes and I didn't turn on my recorder? Yes, because I've done that too. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. You didn't get to hear all my wonderful jokes. We had to start again. We actually had some funny jokes in there. I know. And we had to start over. And then you can't just like redo a joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But we'll try to we'll try to keep it on. The, now we know what we're doing a little bit more. So yeah. that's fine. That wasn't but I do have our, ago, but anyway. It wasn't that long ago, no. I do have our review of the week, though. Yay. Yay. But it's a good one. So this from comes from They're all Mike. good. They are all really good. Um, this comes from Michaela three seven nine and she says New Mommy Lifesaver. Wow, I don't even know where to begin on how much I love this podcast. My son is 16 months old and my first and exclusively nurses. It's been a crazy journey of just him and I trying to figure this out with no bottles because he refused them. I wish I would have discovered this podcast from the very beginning because every single episode I've listened to has impacted me tremendously. I don't have a ton of support from my extended family and have heard every reason for me to stop breastfeeding. He's too old. If he can ask for it, he needs to stop. Give him formula to make him sleep longer. He needs to be drinking cow's milk, etc. It is crazy to me that people have so many negative comments about something so amazing I am doing for my son. So it's easy to doubt myself until I started listening to this podcast. I know it sounds cheesy, but you two have really empowered me, making me dig down into my real feelings, not to question my mommy instinct. Such a game changer, and I love you guys. I am telling every new mom I know to give you ladies a listen. Thank you for giving us mamas a resource for information that will benefit our breastfeeding journey. It has literally been a lifesaver. It's really sweet. That's amazing, and it doesn't sound corny at all. Mm-mm. Cheesy. Or what she said, cheesy? cheesy (laughs) it doesn't sound that way because i think that's what that's what happens Mm -hmm. naturally and that's what happened to you and i too i mean Mm -hmm. just getting information connecting with people is so empowering it really is that's not cheap you know it's just that's how it is and that's like the magic i think of it of just having information and connecting with people and it's the and this is connecting. This is like yeah. you're like, you're like listening to a podcast. No, but you're connecting with us because we're talking and we're we're talking to you. You know, right. we can we don't have to record conversations with each other. We already know all this stuff. We're talking about stuff that we've learned. I alert and I went through all of this, most of it online. I mean, I I, I started posting stuff online when I started my blog, but like I had no idea that I was going to learn. Most of the stuff I learned was from the people who were there. Mm-hmm. Who joined in? Who followed? And who who shared the information? And I ended up yeah. learning that way. And it's just it is amazing. But you know, even the validating is so important. You know, to when you feel like you are so wrong and you're doing everything wrong, and then you can actually listen and go, "Oh my gosh, that's how I. That's what I do. That's how I feel about it. This is right." You know, like just the validating is really is an amazing feeling. Yeah, because you know the chances are you're surrounded by people who are telling you all that crap. That's not true. Like you, like she was saying, mm-hmm. and it's just, ugh, it's so frustrating. It's so demoralizing. It really is. It really is. It really is. I, I was, and this is not our topic today, but it well, kind of is in a way. It all leads back to the same life lesson. I feel like sometimes, but like I did a home visit today, right before we were doing our our right before we started recording. And um, she was also somebody who was very brand new baby, but really unsure about 
a lot of things that she was doing with the baby and made it sound like, you know, that in the hospital, she really was not given a lot of opportunity for support. And she felt like they didn't really spend much time with her. They didn't, she had a very difficult delivery and blood loss. And they were just like, oh, well, your milk might not come in. And they just, she felt very disregarded and kind of felt like, well, this is breast. And she's even said to them, breast, this feels really hard. And they were like, yeah, it is really hard. And I was like, so what? Do they want you to leave the baby there and go home? Like, what is this? Of course, it, everything is hard, but that doesn't mean they can't offer support to you for it. You know, like everything is difficult. Yeah. Having a baby is not no different than that. But people are like, oh, yeah, it's hard. So just stop doing it. No, let's support the person who wants to do it. How about that? How about supporting somebody's decision? Like, isn't that what it's all about? Right. We support their other decisions. What if, and I know we've talked about this before on the show too, be like, I'm going to quit my job just yeah. because I feel like it. Be like, okay, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I had a bad oh. day. I had a bad no, day. I'm quitting. Nobody's going to support you in that. Right. They're going to tell you it's be fine. Go back tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. But breastfeeding, they're like, oh yeah. Throw it in the yeah, towel. That, that's the first thing that goes to people's minds. Because mm-hmm. they're like, whatever. You have a backup. There's like a built-in backup plan. No right. big deal. Probably on your cupboard that somebody sent you for free. Right, right. Because you got on a mailing list somewhere. Right. Yeah. Or you took a garbage bag of it home from the hospital. <laughs> That's what I did. I was like, woohoo, my God, I got all the free stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know. I had somebody say to me the other day, too. I think the hospital was planning on us failing because they gave us a ton of formula. Now that's sad. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's all about. That's why mm-hmm. those free samples are there. They yeah. are there to try to, to try to get in to sabotage that relationship so that you can get on formula and pay them for it. Yeah. That's not, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's not me being harsh. That is why, that's why it's there. Mm-hmm. And they That's know why they send so much money and so many samples to hope to, in hopes that you will buy their product. It's yeah. simple. It's simple. You know. Yeah, it's not rocket business. science. It's yeah. just simple business. I used to tell people, you know, I, I worked for WIC and people would be like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I want that formula that they have in the hospital. And that's what they ha- happened to have at WIC at that point in time. And they thought it was better because they were getting it from WIC. So it must be the best formula because we got it at the hospital and we got it at WIC. And I was like, actually, that's just the company that won the bid. It's not like, yes, we carry this formula. This is what we use because it's the best one. It's what won the bid. It's It's not any like – and I knew that because I was a WIC employee. I knew that's how it worked. So it's just – it's a a game anyway, regardless. Yeah, it is. Disregard. That's our tangent for today, but I can totally go on on that because I'm just. I know. Well, it relates. Yeah, it does. It all does. It all relates. But today we are going to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about weight gain, and we talked about supplementing and feeding babies by bottle, and this almost kind of correlates with that a little bit, but in a different way. And um, I came across this because I had a mom that I saw a few weeks ago. Actually, told her that I was going to do a podcast on this because I, I just was so enlightened by it. But mm-hmm. she, her son, she called me because her son was not gaining very well, and he was six months old at this point. No, maybe four, and was not really gaining very well. 
And the doctor had gained fine, but then was slowing down. And the doctor had said to her, um, you know, I, I don't I think you should supplement. You know, you should do this or the other thing, whatever, because, you know, they're not gaining the way everybody's the way the chart looks, uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever growth curve they're supposed to be on. So she contacted me because she just wanted to make sure there was no underlying problems, which I have to say is that is a great thing to do. So if you leave with nothing off this podcast today, remember, if somebody questions what's going on with your baby's weight gain or anything like that, don't just blindly follow that direction and go, oh, yes, they're not gaining. Let me just start giving them something different. Just follow up with a lactation consultant and make sure there's no underlying issue. Sometimes some things that we see is like right around the four-month mark, you know, because your milk supply regulates like around three months or so. And then if your baby, say, was tongue-tied and nobody noticed it and he was feeding well in the beginning, once your milk supply becomes more regulated and time goes on, sometimes they start to, to become a little bit less efficient as feeders. And that's when we notice the problem. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're having, you know, maybe something else is going on where they're, or they're getting reflux or maybe something's happening and they're just not, you know, gaining well. It might not just be that they're not getting enough milk. There might be an underlying issue there. So definitely like have it looked at, which is why she called me. But we met and everything and we looked and he actually was fine. Like he was fine. The other thing was he was a very long and lean baby. And was growing lengthwise, like, Mm. tremendously. And I'm like, well, there's your growth right there, you know? So that's another thing that we need to remember to look at. If you are going to pediatric appointments and they say, oh, but, you know, we expected to see more weight gain in your baby, always ask them to do the length. If your baby is still growing lengthwise and their head circumference is still growing, your baby is growing. Like, that's fine. Um, So that was another thing that was going on with him. He was just long. Babies at about like four months or so when they're breastfeeding, your breastfed baby will stop gaining at the rate that they were gaining in the beginning. They'll still gain, but they will gain a lot slower because it's just a different growth pattern now. But Mm -hmm. you see that with breastfed babies. You don't see that with bottle-fed babies because bottle-fed babies are not controlling their own feeding. So Mm. that is a very different growth pattern. And it's not a natural growth pattern. Yeah, and isn't that that's what happens is when is people go to the pediatrician and they're measuring their breastfed baby against a formula fed baby growth chart. Right. And so, right, and they're like, well, but you should be on this line, except it's not. They're two different kinds of feeding. Right. Or maybe they do have the, um, the growth chart for breastfed babies, but maybe it's a pediatrician who doesn't usually see babies breastfeeding past four to six months. Yeah, because a lot of people do stop early. Like, look at our in our country, the rate of women weaning from four to six months is huge because that's when they're going Mm -hmm. back to work. That's when you know, like, you're questioning things, all that stuff. So sometimes pediatricians don't see that they don't see babies exclusively breastfeeding past four to six months. So they're just like, oh no, the weight gain isn't where I want it to be. Mm -hmm. But maybe with the baby, that's where it's supposed to be. Right. You know. Look at the family. Are you long and lean? You know, and the mom was tall and thin, you know, a husband. So it's like this also plays a role. Genetics plays a role in it, too. And how much they're moving around, right? I mean, if they're starting to move around a lot, they're going to be burning those calories like crazy. Yep. 
we have babies that are busy, that are moving, that are, you know, active, like that is definitely something that you're going to see. You're going to see them burning more energy. Um, some things that we look at and things that I was asking her, what's his feeding pattern like? You know, I mean, is he feeding regularly? Has his feeding pattern changed? Has his diaper output changed? Is he all of a sudden, you know, waking up to eat a lot during the night where he wasn't doing that before? You know, things like that that maybe stand out to you that would make you think, okay, maybe he's not getting enough to eat. But, like, none of that was going on, you know. So he yeah. did he did well when he fed with me. And it was – a lot of it was really just kind of encouraging her because he was fine. Like, there was nothing wrong with this baby. He was absolutely fine. Um. But she, of course, had that in her head now because once somebody plants that seed that your yeah. child is not gaining well, then you're going to question it and question it and question it that something's but wrong. That's there. so scary. It is. It is. It is so scary. So and then you're like, oh, should I start solids early? What should I do? So she was actually getting ready to go back to work pretty soon. So we were talking about bottles and how much babies take by bottle. And remember we talked about this when we were doing overfeeding. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how much milk babies take in a bottle and how often when you bottle feed, you overfeed. And when you, but breastfed babies really don't need large volume in a bottle because they get everything that they need from the milk. Mm -hmm. So you don't need that excess. And if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen to that episode because it it really is great because if you are a mom that's leaving bottles and daycare or or your mother-in-law or whoever's watching the baby is saying you need to have eight ounces in this bottle because your baby is however many months old and they should be taking that much, not if they're a breastfed baby. That is not accurate. So Yeah, that it's so common that there's – Yes. That there's overfeeding. Oh, yeah. So – this mom, we went through that whole thing. She's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad we talked about this. You know, all this stuff. Right? I'm like, you never really need more than four ounces in a bottle. You know, it just don't worry about it. It's be fine. Okay. She goes back to the pediatrician who says, no, your baby should be taking like six to eight ounces by now in a bottle. And oh. she said, well, that's not the information I got. And the pediatrician said, I will send you the information that I have. I'll send you the link. So the mom sent me the link to this article that says how much milk babies should be getting by bottle at this baby's age. I think it was between like four and six months. Now, it wasn't quite six months yet because they weren't doing solids. So I read this article because I'm like, now, of course, then I'm questioning myself. Am I wrong? Right. Like, am I wrong now? Is there new guidelines put out there that I didn't know about? Or now I'm telling I made this whole podcast on how people should be, you know, like, going, oh, my God, what what am I doing? So I read it. I swear, like, my mind was blown. I read it and it says, sure enough, it said for it, it should be like this, you know, from age four to six months, they should be getting six to eight ounces of milk in a bottle or 24 to 30 ounces a day. And I thought about that for a second. And I'm like, yeah, if your baby eats four times a day, that would be right. What baby eats four times a day? Exactly. Four times a day. Four to six times a day. If your baby eats four to six times a day, they're taking a, a volume of six ounces in a bottle, six to eight ounces in a bottle. 
Oh, my God. So, yes, that is correct. If your baby's only eating six times a day. And if they eat once a day, then you need a 30-ounce bottle. Right. That's... Or whatever, however. This is where it comes from. This is where it comes from. Oh my god! And I read that and I was like, like, "Right, wow, right." So I said to her, "I go, okay. This is what I'm seeing here. Like, it's this is correct. Like, this is the amount of milk your baby should be getting in a day. However, Sully is not eating six times a day." And she goes, "No, he's not. He eats this many times in the morning, and then this many times during the day, and then this many times at night." She's like. And I go, that's why he shouldn't be getting six to eight ounces in a bottle. Don't try to feed your baby eight ounces. Oh, ugh. But this is... I just this see, is, like, vomit everywhere. Right. But this is the mentality. Like, nobody's asking the question. If somebody says right. to you, your baby should be getting six-ounce bottles or eight-ounce bottles, the question should be, well, then how many times a day should he be eating? Mm-hmm. Because that is a lot of milk. Yes, if you plan to feed your baby six times a day, absolutely, they need a bigger bottle. But that is not a realistic thing for a four-month-old baby? Not Come on. Feed, I would never. Don't do that. No. Do not feed your baby six times a day. No. No. That's not. No. That's not. That's not right. But they I. need to be fed like every couple of hours a couple ounces. But I would have never thought about that. I would have oh, never broken it down like that. Like it blew my. Like it was like a light bulb when I read that. And I was like, oh my God, this is for. They, this is assuming that your baby is eating six times a day. Yep. That is why these volumes are the way they are. Because the amount of ounces in a day wasn't any bigger than what it should, what it would normally be. Right. <laughs> I was like mind-blowing to me. I was like, oh my God. So when people think that they are, you know, oh yeah, your baby should be getting, you know, four, f- six ounces, eight ounces in a bottle. No, if you if you leave your baby, if you go to if you leave your baby with a babysitter, you go back to work, you leave your baby with a sitter or a daycare provider and they tell you we need to feed your baby six ounces. We need six ounce bottles. You can almost bet that your baby is not going to breastfeed well when you get that baby home. again. Oh, yeah. And then that is where things start to go downhill. When those because they're not going to eat well when they get home, it's going to change their whole feeding pattern. And then you will have a baby that only eats six times a day and only two or three of those times are going to be with you. And that's not what we want with our babies, especially at four to six months. Who's right. What, Ugh. what baby at four to six months is eating only a couple times a day? No, that's not right. No, no, no baby. And no. if they are, then they're going to have serious problems or what even breastfed baby. Come on. I know. No way. I mean, even your babies that are sleeping through the night, if they're, you know, whatever baby that might be at, you know they're gonna make up for it during the day i just had a mom the other day that texted me and was like i don't know what's going on something's happening the baby is like feeding a lot more right now and i'm like well maybe you know a little girl spurt or whatever she goes but she did start sleeping longer like 10 to 6 or something like that like a really or 10 to 5 or some some crazy number and i said well does that correlate to when the daytime feedings started becoming more frequent she goes yeah and i'm like there you go there's your trade-off yeah you know, it's like you're not going to get away with just, okay, if I shove a bunch of food into my baby, then they won't they won't need me for anything, right? Like if I just give them this huge bottle, they'll go to sleep and that'll be it. Right. I know. And there's so many people. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what we're getting. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. That's what we hear from grandma and from, you know, the doctor who yep. says that they should be sleeping 10 hours at night. 
Uh, you know, obviously, and, and should be eating four times a day, <laughs> eight ounce bottle. What? But obviously, that doctor did not rec- realize that. Like it, that didn't click to her. It no, couldn't because that's not. Nobody would say, "Oh yeah, your your five month old baby should only be eating a couple times a day." Like nobody's going to say that. But when you and look at the is- numbers, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And I was once I explained it to her, she was like. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like, if I'm only feeding a couple times a day, but that's not what's going on. And then the next weight check, he was fine. And, like, she was like, thank you, you know, thank you so much for making me, for validating it. Because now I feel better about everything. You know, and it's like, mamas, you're doing great. Yeah, yeah. You're doing great. And, like, people that are out there in our universe Put one thing out there and be like, "This is how it should be," and it's like, not well. And this can then it gets circulated by. See, this is what I keep saying too: doctors do not have lactation training, right? They are trained in a lot of wonderful things, but when it comes to lactation, there, this person was probably provided with this link because she's going to need it when she's, you know, she's kind of trying to fill in these gaps in her knowledge so that she can help her clients, her patients, whatever you call them. Um, but, but, um, but she doesn't have the actual training to even read that and to understand that and to give, to just have a basic understanding of the feeding patterns of a breastfed baby. Like Mm -hmm. they, that they're just not provided that that's not in medical curriculum. So this person, this doctor didn't know. Right. She just didn't know. She was like, oh, I read this. I have this reliable resource here. That, you know, I've been given that I use in my practice and I'm going to pass it on to you. Or maybe they just kind of like half read it. They saw the, you know, six yeah. to eight ounces and pass that along instead of noticing what, like, well, how many times a day would that be? And, you know, how frequently is that? Are they getting this eight ounces of milk? You know, because daycare is, if they don't know your baby well, I've had plenty of, of moms tell me that their baby received 12 ounces of milk in a four to six hour period. Oh, yeah. So it is like... Yeah, this there we, it needs to be reined in. So you have to be really, really specific, really, really specific about what you are doing with your baby. You know what I mean? Like if you are leaving four ounces for your baby that is six months old, you need to be very clear to people that it's like, you know what? This is what he needs every three hours, not double that every six hours. That's just how it right. is, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It, it really, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and it's episode, uh, the uh, overfeeding, paste bottle feeding episode is episode 71. And if you have, if you're leaving bottles for anybody, you absolutely need to listen to that episode. But there is, I mean, I get calls all the time. And I, I mean, and I know you get messages and emails and stuff about this too, Abby, about how people say, well, you know, the doctor says that my baby isn't gaining well. Yeah, all the time. Isn't gaining well. There is, I mean, yes, we we want them to be gaining a certain amount. For breastfed babies, the first several months of their life, like, you know, day one of their life to like four to five months, we're looking for like half an ounce to an ounce a day. Mm-hmm. Some doctors will say, I want an ounce a day. That's good. Good. I'm glad you want an ounce a day because maybe this baby <laughs> does not put on an ounce a day. You know, like it is not when they are breastfeeding. They take yeah. what they want and their body processes it the right way. I don't know why this is so difficult right. for people. Like it's I know. So when, important. When everything, when everything is going well, when breastfeeding is going well, they're taking in the right amount. Mm-hmm. 
and their body no, is separating say, it and using it the way it's supposed to. Right. And the doctor can't be like, well, that's not enough. Well, but, so how do you have an opinion on how, um, how much? <laughs> I, now, you have an opinion if there's something, like you were saying, if there's an underlying issue, if there's a problem. Right. Well, then we have to fix it. But if there is no problem, if things are going well, and this is how the baby is gaining, then how can you? Right. Have you ever tried to make a breastfed baby eat? Doesn't have, doesn't work. You can't. That yeah. And it, it really like if you if you're a mom that has more than one child, and I mean, having a baby is such an emotional thing, and mm-hmm. we all know this, and we all tend to forget what goes on. You know, like we all tend to forget the logic, and that's not meant to be like snarky or anything. But I have had moms that it's like their third baby and the baby is gaining slowly and they'll be like, but my other babies were the same way. So that's okay, right? Like, yes, this is the pattern. This is your baby. This is how they gain. And it's okay. Are they meeting their milestones? Are they pooping and peeing? Like, let's look at the whole picture. But if your baby is not gaining the ounces that the doctor thinks the baby should be gaining – Let's look at what what they really are. I usually want to, I always ask moms for all, like for the weights, for all the weights, because I do find that sometimes the doctors aren't looking at the whole thing, you know, like you really have to, you really have to pull it all together. So if you have in the beginning, if you're seeing your pediatrician several times in the beginning, and if you have a baby that's gaining slowly or not feeding very well, they will have you come in a lot. Like, did you go in a lot when you first had Jack? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They do have you come in a lot. So if you are there, say it's the first month of the baby's life, and you're at the pediatrician five times in that first month, Mm -hmm. and they weigh the baby every single time, I would say take the first weight from the first visit and the last weight of the last visit and then calculate their gain. Because in Mm -hmm. that whole gain, if you're looking at it under a microscope, they might not have gained well from the first feet or the first visit to the second visit, but maybe the last the last two visits they gained great. But nobody's looking at that because it still looks low because of the other ones. You know what I mean? Like it's right. just the numbers aren't perfect. You have to look at the whole thing together. You really do. It's kind of it's really there's a lot to it, and people just kind of throw these numbers out there and be like, "Oh, your baby didn't gain what we want him to gain." Okay, so what was that? You know, like. How much do we want them to gain? What are we expecting to see? You know, like this is sometimes it's crazy amounts. Sometimes they want really like they expect really ridiculous numbers. And they want. That's such a funny way to like start. I want to see this. Well, great. I I would like to see better weight gain. So let's introduce some formula. Yep. That's how that's what it all boils down to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, when I had Exley with Jack, I don't remember because I was supplementing with him and that was a whole huge mess. But with Exley, I had Exley at home, and then I, so it was the, like, his first week. I don't even remember how this started, but, like, he didn't gain any weight for, like, a week. And I was like, oh, no, that's not what, that's not even what it started, because he, after, like, it was, like, a couple of weeks, and he still had green poop. Oh. And so I emailed a lactation consultant friend of mine. I didn't know you at the time. Um, and so I'm <laughs> very um, offended. I emailed her and I was like, is his poop supposed to still be green? And she was like, N- you know, not, not usually. 
Um, and so she asked me some questions and she asked to go get like asked him to get him to get him weighed like in between an appointment. Uh-huh. Um, and so I brought him somewhere and got, got him weighed and he hadn't gained any weight. Um, and she was like, OK, um, she's like, well, he didn't lose weight, you know, so that's right. good. Um, she said, but he uh, he does need to be gaining weight. So there is some sort of problem. He hasn't gained any. Um, and then she just asked me some questions because I was tandem nursing, too. And she's like, so what's the deal with tandem nursing? Like, how are you doing that? Um, and like, do you know how to help him get a better latch? And do you, you know, these things? And I, you know, I went in, I was like, hey, man, I know everything about breastfeeding. I'm just going to tandem nurse and be all free for all. It's going to be fine. And it actually doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, things we like. You actually have to help your baby like a little bit. They don't know everything to do. Uh, so she was like, just like, you know, you know, make sure that you're, um, feeding him from the full side, make sure that he gets the full side and that the bigger kid gets the the kind of is emptying the breast. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, help him get a better latch and try some, you know, hand expression or try like, you know, um, hands on breastfeeding, you know, giving a little bit breast massage and, um, he gained like double. (sighs) In a week, he gained, like, double. Oh he, God. like, made up for it and then some. Um, and so it was just, like, a little... And I did not go to my doctor, my very, very breastfeeding supportive doctor, for these problems because that's not his specialty. I called a lactation consultant mm-hmm. who was like, let's tweak this, tweak that, let me know. And everything worked. Right. When I, I just made a, some adjustments and actually remembered that you have to help a newborn baby. And that's so funny because I usually say to, to moms too, like, well, okay, he didn't lose. So, you know, yeah. that's good. So let's just, you Which know, does let's happen. see what's happening. It does oh, yeah. happen. Absolutely. That, yeah. It absolutely happens. But like I said, you have to kind of look at the whole picture and see, you know, what is what is really going on here. But you can't just go, oh, baby didn't gain. Let's throw some of this in there. Let's throw some formula yeah. in the mix and see what you could. You know how many times I've had a mom say to me, should I be doing something to make my breast milk more caloric yeah yeah and yeah. i don't know where anybody's getting that idea from but well because doctors will say your, your milk doesn't have enough fat in it or your milk is too doesn't have enough calories yeah. or something and i'm they always like did they things. test it did they what? test your milk <laughs> do they have one of those really expensive machines in their pediatrician office that's going right, to that test right your milk there? yeah like i don't think so prove to me that the ba- that the milk does not have yeah, that's not your milk that. is perfect your milk mm-hmm. is perfect and you don't have to email email us and say like i i eat mcdonald's and you know i'm not healthy so i don't think my breast milk is healthy it doesn't work like that your it breast nothing, milk is perfect it has nothing to do with it and it really makes moms feel like it's it's not okay you know i mean i've had babies at at the pizza office that came out of like maybe they were you know premature came out of the nicu and they had them on a high calorie formula along with breastfeeding. And I remember this one mom, I was like, well, how long did they tell you they want you to have, have them on that high calorie formula for? And she was like, well, I guess forever because they never said I should go off. And they never give any kind of, and I'm like, but he's breastfeeding. Well, like, why do we still need him on this? I don't understand. It's just, you know, and it really, it almost makes me, and I've been doing this for so long and I'm educated behind it that I still question it when, you hear stuff like that. So I can only yeah. imagine how a new mother feels with her baby, with her little mm-hmm. baby that they're taking care of, that you would just question and be like, well, maybe there is something wrong with my milk. But there's right. not. There's not. It's perfect. 
No. And the, I think the bottom line here right now is call a lactation consultant. If you're concerned about something, call a lactation consultant. If your pediatrician says, here's some issues, um, they're not probably not going to tell you to call a lactation consultant, but do it because they yeah. just don't know how to find these little intricate details in the lactation in, in breastfeeding. Right. And so get that help. Yep. It really all needs to be pulled And these together. issues are, are, you can come back from this. The issues that you're having are fixable. I don't care what they are. Oh, yeah. Every time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It always makes me sad when people are like, well, the baby wasn't gaining, so I just started to give formula. It's like, but we could have gotten over that hump. So, you know. Yeah, that happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you all for listening, and please call a lactation consultant, or you can get your own online consultation with Diane if you head to the com. And you can also find sponsor links and promo codes and all of our other episodes there, including 71 Pace Bottle Feeding. And thank you so much for listening. And be sure to share your experiences in the review section on iTunes. And maybe you will be our review of the week. Thank you. Bye.